episode number five now of Timmy's Chats, and I've had to recycle an earlier guest. Tyso's back for his second time, so welcome. Uh, thanks, Tim. Good to be back. Yeah, um, obviously I thought with the footy finals and NBA still being on, I'd like to talk to someone that I know loves the game as much as me, and you were one of them. Uh, either that or you couldn't get anyone else on, but yeah, I respect that. I've got a special guest planned for episode 10, so I need to fill in five, six, seven, eight, nine. So you could be part of that filling in gap. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep my phone beside me for your phone call. Yeah, I, I always know I've got a, always know I've got a reliable get if I need to fill in one. So you might be on a few times. <laughs> for sure. That's all right, yeah. So you've been a Lakers fan all your life, I've been told. Yeah, don't don't giggle. It's true. How 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 excited are you at the current moment? Being up three one in the finals. Uh, as LeBron said, job's not done. So one to go, and then uh, then we can celebrate. So I did yep, see him, making sure they. I was going to say I did see him celebrate when they won today when AD hit that shot. So that's a lie. What he just said. <sighs> like oh yeah. We- Win, win's a win and they're just one step closer now, aren't they? So, they are. be rude not to celebrate. Exactly. I, I don't see what this, why this professional athletes say they're not happy when they're up. Like, they, why would you not be? I think uh, they're just trying to stay, stay focused um, for what's coming ahead because we're seeing teams choke, especially uh, this season when they're three games to one up. So, um, d- job's definitely not done, but um, exciting times ahead. Definitely. And I was going to ask about the finals MVP. Do you think LeBron or AD, Anthony Davis, will have that always leading at the current moment? What uh, surprise for you, but I think AD's ahead. Um, I think his first two games were a little bit more dominant than LeBron's, but uh, LeBron also did take over. Uh, game for as well so could it all come down to um, if the Lakers do win the next game um, whoever stands out well um, in that next game could potentially win the finals MVP yeah I I definitely think LeBron would love it if Anthony Davis won it like first year at the club he doesn't doesn't mind he would and potentially he could be the face of the franchise for the next um, who knows next decade so um, definitely ideal to get him started and um, hopefully we can get him re-signed uh, for the next couple of seasons as well. Yeah, you'd have to think if Lakers do win that, yeah, he'll stay with LeBron for at least the rest of LeBron's career, a few years, and they could possibly win multiple, provided they win this one, obviously. Yeah, that's a, that's a plan and they've definitely got, um, yeah, the ability and the chance now to um, at least win one um, and hopefully, yeah, many to come, as you said. Yeah, and obviously AD, first time at the finals, only third time in the playoffs in his career, has not looked out of sync at all. He's been dominant. Yeah, he really has. There hasn't been uh, too many players who've been able to go one-on-one with him, I don't think. So, um, yeah, he's definitely getting noticed. He could join you in that finals MVP caliber little category of life that not many have the opportunity to get into. <laughs> yeah, only a slight few are able to wear that um, the the dual medal around the around their necks. So um, I'll be I'll be happy to congratulate him to the club if he does get there. 
definitely. I would love that. Um, obviously, if he came to local basketball, but anyway, we'll let him. We'll let him stay in the professional league for now, as long as he wants. Yeah, we'll let we'll, we'll let that slide for now. Yeah, and obviously, just a couple of other Lakers. I noticed today in today's game, especially, but they've been playing well the whole playoffs. Rajon Rondo and KCP, Caldwell Pope, absolute good role players. Yeah, that's exactly role players, and that's what you need. You need a squad of about. Uh, at least six or seven who can perform on a on a nightly basis. So um, KCP was huge today. He has been all playoffs and uh, Rondo with his experience just plays his well so well. Hello, Tyson's brother. How are you? Just chill in the background. Yes. Um, KCP in that last oh, three minutes, I think, he hit a shot from in front of Miami's bench and then did a good layup to basically seal the game. And then Rondo is just Rondo. Experience, age, gets better. Yeah, exactly. Uh, KCP hitting a big shot, especially when the, the heat were coming in those dying minutes. And um, yeah, Rondo's experience um, helped us get over the line. And as the commentators were saying, one of the best two-point games you could possibly have um, with his performance out there tonight. Yeah, exactly. You've got, when he, obviously he's playing with LeBron James and Anthony Davis scoring is not priority he just needs to make sure he does his job whether that's passing rebounding or just leadership exactly he just creates good looks for those for those players and um takes a stress load off a little bit and yeah um another laker who i absolutely love not so much these are the lakers just dwight howard i don't think there's a more deserving player of a championship in the nba he's been 15 years maybe and yeah might finally get his first yeah, you know, you know how I feel about Dwight. Um, it's one of my favourite, and um, it's one of the redemption stories. Um, one of the great redemption stories in the NBA today. So, um, <clears throat> hopefully, for his sake, um, he can get his get his first first ring. Um, and it's uh, quite funny. He uh, went to the finals nearly 13, 12 years ago, um, and actually lost to the Lakers. So now he's on that uh, Lakers squad. Hopefully, um, yeah, winning that championship. Yeah, that. 08, 09, Orlando Lakers finals. That's the first finals I ever watched. They used to be on bloody free-to-air TV back in the day, believe it or not. And I had a yeah, lot of Yeah, we're paying 40 bucks a month. <laughs> yeah. And obviously, he was only oh, fifth or sixth year, so not too old, but obviously a long time in between finals. So, yeah, if Lakers win, he's well-deserving. Yeah, absolutely. He's put it on the hard yard. So, um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully for his sake, uh, they can get that one that last final win and um yeah there's a lot a lot of stories um going to come out of these final series especially with uh Kobe and the Lakers and the history there so um yeah we'll see how it all plays out yeah definitely it's almost fitting that they do win if they hold on but also Dwight's actually been performing well he's not just getting carried when he's on the court he's dominant Exactly. So as we were saying before, you need those role players and he's in the pointy end of his uh, career now, but he's still able to uh, be a final asset for the Lakers. And um, we saw last series against the Nuggets, he, um, he really disturbed the players of Jokic and uh, Murray um, Plumley when he got on the court, just with his aggression and size and uh, veteran in- instincts, as they say. Yes, exactly. You need that mixture of veterans, youth, Champions, and I presume possibly Saturday in Game Five they 
I think they'll wrap it up then. Well, yeah, it's all I can support. I definitely, definitely hope so. Um, but yeah, we'll have to see what happens. If any team can come back, it is probably the Miami Heat. Uh, we've seen um, they come from fifth in the East. So to get all the way to the finals, they don't want to wrap it up just yet. I want to thought. So um, game five should definitely be entertaining. But yeah, um, if they are any chance, Miami, you expect has to be Jimmy Butler again. He has to be leading from the front like he did in game yeah, three. Yeah, he needs to just have another monster monster performance like he did in game three. And um, as well, he needs his younger players. Uh, is it Hero and um, who's the other shooter? Number 55, oh, Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson, yeah. Yeah. So it needs to be needs to be those three. And if they can get um, Dragic and Bam back, uh, well, Bam did come back today, but um, – to full health and who knows what could happen. They definitely do have all the players there um, to beat this Lakers side. Yeah. As a basketball fan who doesn't support either team, I would love if it went to a game seven, but that, yeah, they'll need to pull something out <laughs> to get it there. I'd have to disagree with you, but yeah, no, it definitely yeah. has a potential too. If um, yeah, the heat can step up. Nothing wrong with disagreeing with me. That's fine. <laughs> Uh, we'll move on to our favourite sport, I presume. This is your favourite sport too. AFL, Aussie rules. Uh, only when my team's winning, of course. Only when your team's winning. And it's last week, sport. Yeah. your team did not win, but they're still in the game. That's all that matters. Oh, exactly. They earned that um, that double chance. So we're still alive. And um, it's going to be, yeah, I think another cracking round of footy this weekend. But yeah, uh, Friday night, we got... My boys, St Kilda versus reigning premiers, Richmond. And then in Saturday, your boys, Geelong, up against Collingwood. So all Victorian teams, going to be a cracking round. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I don't think a lot of people saw the Saints, would, uh, let alone make the eights, um, more or less win an actual final. So um, good, to see, good to see them in the semifinal and um, huge shock to see Richmond Richmond actually lose um, to Brisbane on the weekend with a form they were in. Yeah, that was I was the only prediction that I did not get out of the first week of finals. I thought Richmond would get the job done, but Derek Brisbane Brisbane proved that they're actual genuine contender, especially with the grand final being up in Brisbane if they get there. Yeah, it's definitely a scary uh, proposition. You think? Um, Brisbane getting a prelim up in Brisbane and then potentially a grand final there. That could be very hard to stop. Yeah, and if Geelong, your boys win, they do play Brisbane in that preliminary final. So if that happens, that'll be a nervous night for you, I'm sure, but an exciting night for all the Brisbane fans. Yeah, or a tough road for Geelong and all Collingwood. Um, them knocking off West Coast in a huge shock. So um, to be the best, you got to beat the best, I suppose. And um, we'll see how that plays out as well. Yeah, Collingwood have been some form of a bogey side to Geelong. I know recently, start of last year, you beat them, but they've had the wood over you a little bit in a sense the last few years. Yeah, since then... Um, yeah, Collingwood have really had the number in Geelong, even prior to um, Geelong winning early early rounds last year. I think Collingwood still had their number. So um, Geelong will want to break that hoodoo uh, Saturday night if they want to keep their season alive. Yeah, you did meet uh, qualifying final last year and you got close. That was a disappointing night for a Geelong fan. But anyway, Saturday's a new game. You're the higher ranked team. 
you'd expect nothing less than a win, I suppose. Well, yeah, they've been in good form um, for the majority of the year. One point even premiership favourites as where um, a lot of the top teams are, um, I guess, does ebb and flow. And hopefully um, Geelong are just hitting their straps, straps now for our sake. But um, yeah, it'd be good to see, good to see the players um, actually go all the way with uh, the doubt that um, it's been bestowed, bestowed upon them. Oh, yeah, if episodes are worse, I don't know what I mean. I, I think I know what you mean. Can we cut that bit? No, nah, definitely not. We do not cut. We do not cut any direct words. Um, let's say you were. Let's say hypothetically you were in charge of Geelong selection team. Would you make any changes for this round based on what you saw last week? Yeah, like a new head coach, personally. Um, let's say Tyson uh, is the new head coach. Then what do you do for the selection? I think you'd be playing your best midfielder in the midfield. I wouldn't be leaving him 90% of the time at full forward. Um, so, yeah, get Danger out from the forward line and put him on the ball. And then um, I think it, d- it depends who's, uh, who's ready to go as well. So um, I don't think there was too much wrong with selection last week. Um, obviously, it was just performance performance on the board from the, from the players. So um, I potentially would be going in um, unchanged this week. Yeah, it does seem that Geelong will, provided Salwood's hand is all good to go, it does seem they will remain unchanged from what I was looking at before. St Kilda though, my team, I don't know if you just heard, uh, Ben Long tried to challenge his suspension and unsuccessful, so he's definitely out this week. Did you hear that? I did, yeah, I just heard that recently. So um, they did go to the tribunal and then they also appealed it after that as well. But um, yeah, unfortunately it has gone against the Saints this week and obviously quite quite frustrating for the for the club and um, all their supporters. Yeah, and add that in with Paddy Ryder's season-ending hamstring and Jack Carlisle's personal leave for his newborn baby coming soon. Not newborn baby yet, baby coming soon. Uh, there'll be three yeah. changes for St Kilda. Yeah, that's um, that's not as many changes as you'd like um, going into a semi-final. So, um, could see some uh, fresh faces in that St Kilda lineup this this week, and um, I'm sure Richmond will be licking their lips at the thought of uh, potentially um, having maybe three players who haven't played all season coming into a final. Yeah, so hopefully one of the inclusions is Josh Battle, but. If he's not right to go, then it could be three people that we haven't seen for weeks or even since round one or not at all. Yeah, who knows? We'll find out tomorrow night. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens at selection um, in the same, in the same Kilda rooms this week. It's all going to start at selection, as it always does. <laughs> yeah, so, quote that from a famous, famous um, Facebook page, I think. It all started at selection, double quote, put that out there. Ratten. Should we name the Facebook page or we just leave it? Yeah, we'll name the Facebook page. I think AFL News, Trade Rumours Results. Rumours and Results, yeah. Uh, it all, we lost, St Kilda lost the game against Geelong earlier in the year and unfortunately the coaches that all started at selection and they picked the wrong all team. All started at selection, yeah. The whole reason yeah. they lost, picked yeah. the wrong team, they got I believe. It. Got to pick the best 22, and if it doesn't, yeah, got no chance. But, um, what's, uh, what's, what's next on the, on the agenda? 
Oh, I want to talk stage footy the whole time, but since you want to get off that. No, we're talking. No, 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 we're talking talking about the Saints. Uh, Mate, it's been 10 years since we've been in the finals after round one of the finals, nine years since we made it. So we'll be talking Saints footy, mate. Yeah, no, for sure. We'll let you have your moment in the sun. Yeah. I potentially could be all over this week. Oh, I was going to say, I need a few moments in the sun looking at me. (laughs) I'll come soon. Actually, look a bit bit pinkish. Yeah, just still nervous. Not nervous. Still, uh, still calming down from last week. The game got me all flustered. Yeah, like they nearly lost to the Saints. Would have been, yeah, definitely nervous in those uh, final couple of minutes. Yeah, when you're leading by four goals with you know ten minutes left, and the usually when the other team gets it back within a goal, they usually run over the top. So I actually thought credit to us for holding on that last two and a half minutes. Yeah, um, I think there's a few positives and negatives. Obviously, you don't want a team um, rampaging back like that. Another quote. Um, but yeah, no, very good resilience to um, hold on in those dying minutes um, in a big final. Yeah, it's obviously, yeah, as you just said, all we're going to do is win by one point or more. But obviously, there are some big negatives to take out of that last quarter. How almost choking. Yeah, well, the Saints are moving on and the Saints are packing their bags. So, sorry, the Saints are moving on and the Dogs are packing their bags. So, in the end, um, they get to move on to another final this weekend. Yeah, oh, they will be packing their bags, St. Kilda, but only to go to Gold Coast down to Metricon Stadium. <laughs> so, you can't go wrong with that. And face the power, you reckon? No, we're facing the Richmond Tigers at Metricon. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, is that right? Sorry, I thought you were uh, looking even further ahead. Oh, no, the power. If we win, we'll be playing the Adelaide Oval. So that would make that sense. Pack are, up they allowing, are they allowing a prelim at the Adelaide Oval? Yeah, it got announced last week that Port Adelaide will get a home preliminary final. Right, yeah. So Brisbane and Port are definitely in the box seat yeah. on this prelim final stage. Yeah. Could be the repeat of the 2004 uh, AFL Grand Final. Oof. So Potentially, we'll just have to see. If this week, if um, St Kilda win this week and Geelong win, that's the repeat of 2004 preliminary finals. And, oh, okay, yeah, no, just but, thinking about it. So then we could also have a Collingwood-Brisbane prelim, which is always entertaining, regardless where the two teams are on the ladder, given their history. Yeah, I'm... I'm honestly like, as a neutral of that game, I'm, I'd be worried about Collingwood. They just seem to come out some days and they just, yeah, you don't know what Collingwood you're going to get. When they're on, they're on. Yeah, so on their best day, obviously they can beat most sides. Early early rounds before the um, the shutdown, they did look as good as anyone. So if they can get back to that form the next um, three weeks, uh, they could potentially be holding that cup. Um, yeah, three weeks time. Yeah, we're all down to the business end of the season. You know, this is where moments and games will matter. Like, there's literally, you can become a hero, become an absolute dropkick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no no excuses from this this moment forward for those six teams left. Yeah. No, like, I don't, no excuses for St. Gilda. Like, even though they got three of their team out. Like, if we lose, I'll be disappointed, but no excuses. I'll still be proud of how far we did come this year, but obviously I don't want it to end this week. 
No, I don't think any Saints player or supporter would. But, um, yeah, no, it'd be great moving forward into next season with um, this finals exposure um, for, for them. And even teams like the Dogs um, that were eliminated last week as well, um, a lot they can um, bring to the table uh, moving forward for next season. So, um, yeah, be interesting, uh, interesting to watch as well. Yeah. I've, obviously, a team we haven't mentioned this whole time is West Coast, but honestly, who cares? Let's just, <laughs> let's just leave it at that. Yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, yeah no. Nah, we've got no time for those um, for those for the WA teams um, on this podcast. Yeah, WA teams absolutely. Well, WA people absolutely hate Victorians, and that's all right. Victorian teams are still in the conf. We don't have to say anything back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll show them the same amount of love. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Nah, I'm sure they could be. We'll just you run it. You just run into a couple on social media who weren't happy with the umpiring on the weekend against them. But Collingwood was they going now? Yeah, Collingwood are very deserving of that. To go over to Optus Stadium, basically, it's a fortress. And yeah, take, and they haven't yeah. faced yeah haven't faced a crowd all season as well. Um, yeah, good on them. They yeah stood up and against all that adversity. Um, come away with the win so um what more can you say yeah exactly very hostile environment hostile crowd and they hit the front the right time held on and yeah they're they're playing this week against your boys so for sure once again should be an interesting clash yeah um obviously this prediction might be biased from you but for your your saturday night geelong uh geelong collingwood game what's what are you predicting uh, I'm not. I'm not confident, but I think um, the cats can break that break that hoodoo and beat the pies. But um, I wouldn't be too surprised if Collingwood do get up. So uh, that surprised a lot of us, obviously, with the big win against West Coast. So don't be surprised if the pies do get up again this week. But I will tip the cats by 25 points. Oh yeah. So you think that yeah, it'll be tight, but they'll run away with it late, or do you reckon they'll get up early and hold? Uh, I think they have to start the second half well. So if they do start the second half well, um, they should should kick away, I believe. Yeah. And who, in your opinion, is the X factor for Geelong? Like who needs to stand up and take the game? Oh, I think if Tommy Hawkins can kick um, his two or three that he missed out on last week, and then uh, that will definitely change the game. So if he if he can kick a few and uh, get get rolling, then uh, the Cats will definitely get up on my predicted amount. Yeah, obviously goalless. Is that was that the first time all year? I I just thought, I don't know yet for a fact. I'm just guessing probably. Yeah, I, I think he's kicked a goal from from memory. Don't quote me, but I think he yeah. has kicked a goal in at least every home and away season. Um, but yeah, uh, kicking zero goal six because that's equivalent to one goal. But yeah, no, very disappointing for him last Thursday night. Yeah, Coleman medalist, leading goal kicker, and then. Yeah, it did, as you pointed out, had his fair share of opportunities, although some were difficult angles, but there's probably two or three that you would expect him. Expect, to yeah, from his level. But um, that's the pressure of finals footy. Um, I can yeah. expose a lot of players and the nerves get the best of um, certain people. But he's he's had grand final experience. He's played in a lot of big games. So um, I would have thought this is potentially just a one-off and... Um, yeah, we'll see how he bounces back against the Pies. Yeah, as a Collingwood defender, 
you sort of don't want to be playing on Tom Hawkins a week after he's come off goal. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you want to be playing on him regardless with uh, the player that he is. But um, yeah, this will just uh, add fuel to the fire. So yeah, definitely, definitely look out. Yeah, I'm expecting or hoping a big game from Gary Ablett. Uh, you presume if they lose, it's his last. So you want him to stand up. Yeah, he definitely. Uh, yeah, you'd hope he can go out with a bang. Um, it'd be definitely sad without without him. He's playing, been playing for nearly nearly twenty years. So um, season. Uh, sorry, the competition will definitely look um, a lot a lot differently without him. Um, so for his sake, um, hopefully the cats can keep going. But if not, um, yeah, you can't say enough about the great man. Yeah, definitely, absolute champion. Obviously, I don't like him when he's playing against St Kilda, but I can't deny and respect his great ability and what he's done for the game. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, I'm not sure what round you played. Josh Geelong played Collingwood last time, but Jordan Degoe was tears up with about five goals. So he's one to watch as a Geelong yeah, well, he's that he's that X factor that you were mentioning before. So he'd be that X factor for for Collingwood, and if if he uh, really gets going and roaring, then um, it could be a similar result to last time the Cats played him. Yeah, um, I hope for your sake, maybe my brother and my dad's sake. I don't know. Definitely your sake that Geelong get through, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make a prediction on that one. We'll wait and see. I, I predict it'll be a close game either way. No, nah, I'll get off the fence. You gotta you gotta make a prediction. Collingwood by eight points. Fair enough. Who who goes to Dugowie? Who goes to Dugowie? I'm thinking I can Geelong this might surprise a few. This is just my prediction. I think they might throw Marco Connor. Marco Connor. Who had him was it Jake Cole Jasney that had him last yeah. time they played? Yeah, mostly he had him and he has him for obviously height, but Dugowie burns him a couple of times on when it was at ground level. Yeah, he just he's just that agile and that quick. He just um, he can just explode off off the pack. So um, yeah, you need someone who can can go with him and go with him physically as well. So um, it's a very difficult matchup. But yeah, I suppose that's that's what finals footy is. Every game, every matchup is going to be important. Every game's pressure moments will count. So yeah, whoever stands up when it matters. Yeah, it's all the best players going against each other and that's what we love to watch. Yeah, so we've spoken about your game. It's time to go to Friday night semi-final. Sainers up against Richmond, as we sort of mentioned earlier. Um, what are you expecting to see in that one? Not a prediction just yet. Just what are you expecting? Oh, I think uh, Richmond would be very disappointed with uh, losing their qualifying final against Brisbane and they'd really want to make a statement this week and um, that yeah honestly if uh, they're as good as what everyone thinks uh, they'd really make a mess of the Saints this week especially with all their outs and um, could potentially be a demolition if if the Tigers do show up yeah I'm I'm very worried for that the fact that they're bouncing off a loss and they've got a point to prove. And I think the first quarter is, it's all that matters. I think if we're, if they put us away, then I think we're gone. We need to be in there or leading by quarter time. Well, as Brisbane showed, you've got to be in it for four quarters um, against the Tigers because they won't stop coming. So um, there can't be too many slip ups if you do want to knock them off. So um, 
yeah, there needs to be a four-quarter effort from the Saints and, yeah, just be relentless the whole time, I would have thought. Yeah, that's obviously the plan. I can only hope, but we did beat them back in round four about by about 20, I think 28 points, five goals, but that doesn't really count for much now. They've got all the finals experience. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the Saints will definitely take that in and it'd be um, a great confidence boost knowing that they did beat them earlier in the year. And But uh, once again, it is finals footy, so all that's thrown out the window. Um, but hopefully, who knows, we could see another upset. That's um, what we've come accustomed to. Um, but yeah, we'll have to see how that uh, plays out as well. Yeah, so St. Kilda trying to make their first preliminary final since 2010 if they can get over the Richmond Tigers. But, yeah, as you said, no final win is going to be easy. So they have to play their absolute best to be in with a shot. Yeah, for sure. And um, if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best, as I said earlier. So um, this is one they really have to, um, yeah, put their, put their foot on from the pedal and don't look back if they do want to win. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, <clears throat> what, what about for this game? X Factor. We'll start with a Richmond point of view. Who who would Richmond needs to just step up and take it? Well, Rich, that's the thing with Richmond. They have so many players that can just change the game. Um, but I think uh, Tom Lynch coming back into the side, um, he'll really want to step up. And with a very light St. Kilda backline uh, this week, um, he should be able to expose them and um, kick a bag. Uh, so he's my X factor for for Richmond. Yeah, that's exactly right. Car- Carlisle being out, I think Carlisle played majority on him last time, and yeah, we're pretty undersized. So everyone from a St Kilda point of view in the back line, everyone has to step up and cover any chance they can. Yeah, absolutely. And um, they got the two biggest down there, there Richmond, and um, they got their um, small small forwards always. Uh, uh, opposing uh, being a threat, so um, yeah, definitely a lot of a lot of work on the St Kilda backline. Um, a lot of focus, I would have thought, from a Saints point of view, um, if they want to really shut down the Richmond Fords. Yeah, that's right, and it's obviously Dusty when he rests down forward is an absolute threat. He can he can play big, play small, so. Yeah, and I don't think there's too many guys that can really match up with his, with his strength and size and um, his versatility, versatility is like that, to goey type as well and that five type um, that can just do anything. So, um, yeah, he's another one. Uh, the uh, St. Kilda defenders will have to uh, worry about. That's exactly right. Didn't have his best game against Brisbane, so obviously he as well with a point to prove. I'd be shocked if he didn't come out and just try and give it his all. And yeah, I'm, wor- I'm worried about him, to tell you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do expect him to bounce back. Um, and uh, as all great players do. So uh, he's one- he'll be one to watch as well uh, this Friday night. Yeah, I can't wait for it. Um, St. Kilda, what about the X Factor for them or X Factors? And we probably need a lot to stand up to have any chance. <laughs> Yeah, you do, but um, I think you got the ability to do it. There's a reason why the Saints uh, finished at fifth, I think it was. Uh, six. six on the ladder, six. Six. Yeah, well, they deserve this opportunity. So, um, 
But X Factor for me would have to be Dan Butler. Um, what he can do in the forward line, he can kick four in a minute. He's that type of player. So um, if he can, if he can really get going, then um, he could really um, be a big threat uh, to Richmond and potentially win uh, the Saints. The Saints a game off his own boot. Yeah, and obviously added added incentive playing against his old club. He would love nothing more than to beat the club that traded him for basically nothing. Yeah, didn't didn't think about that. He's been um, one hell of a pickup um, for the, for the Saints. So they've really found um, some gold uh, with with Dan Butler. So um, yeah, he would love nothing more to eliminate his old club. Yeah, sticking similar similar. Dan, I, I think Dan Hanabry, um, one of the very few has that, well, one of the couple that has a premiership, but few that has that files experience. And he stood up in it when it mattered on last Saturday, but he obviously needs to do it again. Yeah, and he was coming back from a pretty long-term injury, if my memory serves well. Um, so, yeah, he, he'd be one that would absolutely love um, to knock off Richmond as well. And, um, yeah, once again, he's got that uh, finals exposure and uh, would love to get another premiership under his belt. So definitely look out. Yeah, um, he's only played the seven games. Yeah, he missed, well, I think, yeah, 11 or 12 in between the middle of the season. He's only come back for round 18 in that game just before last week. So, yeah, I think obviously he's great. A great football player, skill-wise, but his on-the-field leadership and coaching is another added pickup when we got him. And you can't you can't buy experience. And um, yeah, as you said, he's with that limited game time this year. He should be really primed and um, feeling fresh and ready to go. So um, expect him to stand up. Um, did your mate Zach Jones play against the Dogs? Yeah, he was he was the in, and yeah, Josh Battle went out with a foot injury. Yeah, so he's been another great pickup um, for the Saints, and he's really uh, pushed them towards the, f- the finals as well. So um, the two ex Swans boys really doing the, doing the job and fitting in well. Yeah, two ex Sydney boys throwing um, Tim Embry, who played one game for Sydney back when he was like nineteen years old, and they traded him. So <laughs> if you can count that, but thank you, thank you, Sydney. I think St Kilda is saying. Yeah, that's exactly right. And then another player that we got in the trade last year, we gave up obviously a bit more than a second round pick, Bradley Hill. He's been good. He just needs he just needs to take one game and light it up. Yeah, he's he's had patches, uh, but we all know the ability and the running running power he has, and how he can really break break open a game. Um, I think he he would absolutely be worth uh, the trade, um, and. Yeah, if he can take this game by the scrap of the neck, um, then Saints Saints fans would definitely be loving um, that trade and everything they gave away. Yeah, I think he does cop a bit of scrutiny. People, some people who don't watch the game thoroughly will not see how much he runs to not sometimes not get the footy at all. But that obviously the St Kilda coaches and players would understand his value. Yeah, as well. And um, I know we touched on, on this quite a lot, but he's another one with uh, finals experience and he can really um, help lift up those uh, those younger boys and all the guys who haven't played um, too many finals. So and once again, you can't buy experience, if we, as was said so many times um, on this episode. 
Um, but yeah, once again, he's another one to watch. So there's so many great players uh, we'll have to watch um, to the finals. They can just um, change your game. So um, it's a great, great time to uh, be watching the AFL. Yeah, not long to go now. Uh, if you're listening, this is filmed on a Wednesday night. So two nights to go until St. Gilda. I was saying to, I was actually saying to my parents earlier, obviously we won St. Gilda last week, but it just means I get to stress for another week. It's that funny. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's it. That's just how much we love, love the game. And especially with everything going on, there isn't really too much to focus on. And um, it'll be sad once once the season's over because uh, be no more footy to watch. Yeah, what are we gonna do then? I mean, pub obviously it's a, it's a big one that comes up. Oh, pubs, pubs all year round, but yeah, obviously keen for grand final day with you as well down at the Sporting Globe. That'd be bloody good. Yeah, could be a messy one, but uh, I think we've all deserved it, and hopefully be uh, watching the Cats and Saints play. Yeah, actually, possibility on the opposite sides of the draw. Oh, if July. I was actually saying to your brother, actually, Big Cato, back in the day, a couple of weeks ago, my main worry is if Geelong make the grand final but lose and we're out in public, all hell could break loose. Yeah, hide your St. Kilda scarf because um, you might not be getting home that night. Oh, no, yeah. Geelong, uh, the Geelong people are very passionate. So um, I'd say 90% of... No, yeah, 90, 95% of the population in Geelong are all Geelong supporters. So um, we all know how much we love our club. Um, so if you are a opposition um, supporter in, in Geelong, definitely watch out. Oh, if, if it ended up, you know, by that slim chance being St. Kilda Geelong, I would definitely not wear my St. Kilda. I would, <laughs> I would not even cheer if St. Kilda got a goal. No, nah, just make sure you look sad at all times. Yeah. Oh, if, yeah, I mean, I don't honestly think it will be a St. Kilda Geelong Grand Final, but anyway, if it, if it is, that would add that added stress that I have to put up with all my friends giving me shit, just like back in 2009, back when I had friends. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, there's a lot of teams that don't even play in Grand Finals, but once again, there's nothing worse than actually losing a Grand Final. Um yeah, as you know, as John supporters are now in 08, but um, that's just why we watch a game. Uh, just love it so much, and um, it's okay to cry, I'm just, as I'm sure you did in 2009. No, no, actually, 2010, no, that's, 2010 I only cried after the draw. You cried after the draw? I, only after the draw, because... Yeah, that was nearly yours to, yours to lose with... Uh, especially that bounce, that bounce will be in St Kilda fans' memory for the rest of their lives. I would have thought, Stevie Mill. Oh, yeah, I mean you can narrow it down to one moment, but obviously there's other stuff that goes right and wrong during the game. But that's the one where everyone will remember. Yeah, I, I mean you came from nearly five goals down at one point, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Four at half time, and then it got out to about yeah four and a bit to start the yeah um, start the second uh, second half. Sorry. But I, I think, yeah, I just cried after that game. Just the fact that we were so close. I didn't cry last year before the loss because, you know, you lose it, shit happens. Coming so close and having to stress all over that week again, it just got to me. Yeah, there's nothing worse. But um, as we know, the, there is no longer a draw on Grand Final Day. Extra time is played if it happens. 
Yeah, well, I mean, the AFL always wait for, I feel like they wait for something to go wrong before they fix it, uh, especially with uh, goalposts, Cam. One, another thing the Saints, Saints supporters would hate. Um, yeah. But yeah, we're just having these issues, certain issues for far too long that, um, yeah, only gets fixed after something goes wrong. But um, yeah, how the game's forever changing. Yeah, obviously, they always have to adapt to new technology, new rules, new ideas, especially this season. First grand final at night, first grand final at yeah, Victoria. For very reasons. exciting. Yeah. Um, the night grand final, it's going to be a tricky one. When do you start drinking? What time? Uh, watch the game or do you want to be done by it? No, nah, you, start, you start pre-drinks at least 8am. Yeah, because it's normally 7.30 on a regular 2.30 grand final. So, yeah, I can eight. Yeah. All right. Give so, yourself an extra hour. Yeah. One before eight or eight before one, you choose. A bit both. No. Uh, Ooh, that's not a bad one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We're just two skulls to start the morning and then... Well, we'll, we'll start... we got to later start up. the morning somewhere. Then we'll, obviously we'll be at the sporting league later. But, yeah, I reckon we... Yeah. We'll get... The pro out in. Yeah. Oh, just do what I'm going to cop. I'm gonna, if you don't mind me putting a quote out there from your brother back in the day, security guard asked him how many drinks you had and he just replies with the standard, just three or four. And they said, come in straight away. Yeah, that's actually, yeah, no, I'd, that's a bit weak, can we, three or four? Yeah, it was about eight, but they believed him on the three or four. He should be, he should be over in Hollywood. <laughs> we'll leave that alone. Yeah, no, nah, we won't talk about him anymore. He's, yeah. Forget about refuses to yeah refuses to come on the podcast so you suck with me yeah the list is getting short um, as I touched on at the very start episode ten a special guest has promised so I mean you you know you know who it is but not don't spoil it are we going to drop any hints are we going to drop any hints I don't know the four people listening to this I'll drop you a hint he is the editor for this podcast. He's the one behind the camera, not behind the camera, sorry. And the future building surveyor, apparently. Yes, behind the scenes, future building surveyor. Future, we won't talk about him anymore. <laughs> he is going to absolutely kill us. Well, episode 10, that is, that is his. The man who helps uh, me put the podcast together. I might actually listen to that podcast. I don't even listen to my own. Oh, yeah, that's fair. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how many people do. Somehow, I think I got about 20, 25 for the first one. Brendo beat yep. you hands down. Jesus. Oh, that's fair enough. He's a, he's a great man, so great rep. No one knows who I am. Yeah, I'll bet one day they will. One day they will. So, Anything left on, on the agenda? Too? Oh, mate, there's no agenda here. We just, we, just keep, we just roll with the punches. There's curveballs. We just roll, right keep rolling yeah, off. There is curveballs. I'll happily talk to you for like all night. Oh, don't get too excited. Yeah, nah, I probably, to be honest, I probably wouldn't happily talk to you all night. I would talk to you all night, but I wouldn't be 100% happy. Yeah, no, nah, don't blame you. But yeah, um, one thing that, one thing that I'm sure we should just tell the people, how do we actually become friends? Like, I've just seen, you know, we, we uh, talk. Yeah, we it's talk, interesting. Yeah, we're great friends, but no one knows how or when we actually become great friends. Well, I think oh, maybe was it grade three and four? I remember you always coming over to our place for before school basketball. Yes. And then, um, uh, there was one. 
Yeah, grade three for me, grade five for you, it would have been, yeah. Yeah, and I remember there was one incident you left your shoes um, outside outside the door and we had Sam when he was just a puppy and you might have accidentally chewed up your shoes with, well, you had the orthopedics in it as well? Yeah, I actually did. Yeah. And memory serves all right? Oh, memory serves great with that one. Good on him. Like if they shoot, if I was a dog and I saw some shoes, I'd be, I'd be eating as well. But yeah, yeah so memories. I was obviously... Yeah, friends with your younger brother, Cato. Absolute legend. Still am best friends with him. And then Oh, I don't tell Titty that. I will not tell Titty that. We obviously obviously knew of each other for what what's that? About 12, 13 years now. We've known of each other. Like we've you know, met each other, seen each other. Yeah. But I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say 2018 maybe is when oh I think we've we might have formed a basketball team and then I started carrying you and you're like, oh, who's this bloke? And then like, I better be friends with him. Yeah, you always got to be good friends with the captain. There's your way to get onto the team. <laughs> yeah, oh. no. It got me to where I am. Got me to being the vice captain. You got me to, you know, and I don't want yep. you know, to... Yeah, you get your own podcast. Yeah, exactly. It, as, you know, if I was not friends with you or nice to you two years ago, I would not be here right now interviewing you. Probably be, yeah, probably be onto big and better things, but. Don't know about that, but thank you for yeah. the vote of confidence. This is definitely the peak of our lives. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I can't see me getting any more famous than this that I am now. And that's not, in, that's like, that's not even me trying to be funny. That's just truth. This is truth. Like, the real Slim Tim Shady. I reckon that alter ego should go well if um, you do introduce it and. Um, yeah. If St. Kilda win St. Kilda win the 2020 AFR Grand Final that's on October 24th I am dying my hair like Eminem. I'm going to be the real Tim Shady. The little real slim, slim Tim player Tim Shady. But if they don't, I'm sorry. It's just going to be regular. regular I thought you are going to do it regardless. Yeah, I was thinking about that but then I thought, no, nah, I need to have something I need to add something to it to put a bit on it. What if the Saints don't win? How about we just shave your head? No, because I do not expect them to even get past this week. So that's just stupid. No, like that's just, I would like to do it as like a reward type of thing. Like a, right. Well, I think you look good with the shaved head. I, I did it back when, or I shaved my head fully. I've done it since I was like eight, nine. And then, yeah, I don't know. I don't think, I didn't think it was a good look on me. I don't want to look like I'm from yeah. prison. Yeah. yeah, well, maybe, maybe uh, with that hairline, I could be a little bit, a little bit dangerous. Yeah, we will not. We'll just, we'll just leave the hairline out of it. Thank you. That's fine. No, yeah, going to be personal now. Oh yeah, no, nah, but <clears throat> seriously, yeah, I think it was going back to yeah, 2018. We started playing basketball together, and then I was like, sorry, Tyson, I'm going to tell you what I was like. I was like, wow, this guy's actually cool. He's not just Kate's. Creepy brother who's always hanging around. This guy, this guy is actually... <laughs> no, 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 no. This guy is actually cool. And then we started hanging out. And then, yeah, now I'm just great friends with Kate and Tyson, the bros. Yep. You're friends with the creepy brother, apparently. That that hurts. No, no, that was you back, back, you know, 10 years ago. No. 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. No, don't worry. Let wow. me just... Wow. 
I thought you were just, you know, this kid that just want to lift basketball every week because he couldn't drive and he's Tyson to save the day. But yeah, I actually thank you. Oh uh, yeah, like I'll 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 give I'll put it out there, Tyson. I'm going to say most weeks drives me to basketball when when we do play games, and I do greatly thank you for that. I mean, if you didn't take me, what would we have? Just a team without me, and then probably not a premiership. But that's how it goes. You take the take think, the good with the bad. Sure, you can. Oh, yeah, you can look at it that that way if you like. But I'm sure we can. We could have could replace you if if uh, that's what's required. And if you are leaving the team, then yeah, we'll easily find a fill in for you. As long as the Minnesota Timberwolves are a thing. Or, or the team, if they change the name, as long as this franchise says Tim is there. True. I am I not. Think we got at least three boys on, on Tinder now. So we were looking at changing the name because all the boys were getting off Tinder, but we've uh, yeah. gone strong again, I think. I think back when we, back when we founded the name, it was just, just, the, just the three. Two of us, I reckon, on there. I reckon it was potentially just you and Kato. From memory? No, when we started the Tinder Wolves, it was just me and you. No, it wasn't. Uh, oh, no, it was just me. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, um, Kate, was Kate? yeah no, no, you're right. And, probably, you. and Bulldog, I'm guessing, but just me, probably. <laughs> oh, shout out to the Bulldog. Back in, what was it? When did we start? September, October 2018. Essentially, yeah. So we've been going for about, yeah, nearly two years now. Obviously, the last six months not being playing a game, but... Yeah, but what if, if we did change our name? Do you got any potentials? Um, oh, I've had played on a lot of great team names over the years. Um, we can maybe like hyphen our names. So what do we got? Tie Tim Basketball. Oh, God, no, it's shocking. Um, oh, me, me and you, like our names put in the thing. Yeah, it would have to. Timson. 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 Timson FC. Timson ISO BBC. Timson ISO. It's a bit long, but I don't know. No, we'll, we'll get back to you. Yeah, no. Nah. Um, I suppose I can give it one more crack. Right, how about, how's this sound? The year the Minnesota Tindles don't take home the gold, then we change it. As we you know, we are back yeah, to so, champions. Yep. So we're going for our three-peat. But if, by well, that rate, I don't think we'll be changing changing the name, way we're going. Uh, yeah, that's the plan. Oh, gee. You, all this talk about local basketball, it does it does get you sad how we're not out there. It does. It does. But um, hopefully with uh, the way everything's going, um, yeah, we could be back to it. Um, maybe early next year. But, um, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. Yes. With, um, yeah, with the restrictions. This is the Minnesota Tindles leading assist man interviewing the Minnesota Tindles leading scorer. So, you know, this is this is not not far off a good duo. Yeah, this is like Kobe and Shaq. Oh, even better than Kobe and Shaq, I think. Oh, I'd say yeah, probably just a bit of a height difference, if you know. But yeah, and weight difference and skill set, and this is the this is the uh, LeBron AD. 2020 finals, team. Who, who's who? Oh, well, AD's leading scorer and LeBron's leading assist getter, so you do the math. Yeah, right. If, if you're happy to be AD. 
Oh, I'm more than happy to be AD. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure anyone would. If we'll, we'll get back on the NBA now, we can't stop talking about it. He's virtually he's unguardable shot wise. He will get a shot anytime he wants a shot. Yeah, he's seven foot, and then he starts extending from there on. He can, yeah, shoot over anyone. And um, but his jump shot is, yeah, when it's going, um, the arc, pretty, the arc, pretty tough he, to stop. The arc he gets on the jump shot is. From a what just watching point of view, it looks good on TV. It's all it's always gives it enough chance to best chance to go in. Yeah, him and I love to see him and um, Nikola Jokic go um, bucket for bucket in some kind of one on one competition. Be a great watch. Um, but yeah, apart from him, I don't think there's too many other players that can do the things that um, AD does. Yeah, exactly. And as you said, oh. Not as you said, as I'm saying right now. I'm sure you copy your moves off Anthony Davis, which nothing wrong. You know, great player. You may as well get it, get that step back fadeaway <laughs> going next season. Yeah, yeah. No, I couldn't hit a jump shot to save me life. But, um, yeah, you, you do look at those um, great players um, to model your game on. So, um, if there was any player that you would, you would look at, who would it be? And don't say Russell Westbrook. Name someone else. Any player who I try to like copy moves off. Yeah. Ooh. I'd say now after it, now after watching the playoffs, I want to learn how to I want to learn how to pass like Rajon Rondo. Yeah. I feel like yeah, he's a specialist in that area. I can make good passes, but he just his deception, he deceives the opposition by moving his body one way or looking one way before he throws it the other way. I need to learn on that one. Yeah, he's a he's a pass-first guy and um, possibly the best in the world at it. So, um, yeah, definitely great guy to model your game off. Just freakish, some of, the, some of the passes he can pull out from time to time as well. Yeah, exactly. It's just it's basketball IQ. Some people understand it, some people master it, and then some people don't, and that separates the great from the not so great. No, I don't mean me. I mean Rondo. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, yeah no, for sure. And um, yeah, he's definitely a special talent and um, very underappreciated, uh, I think. Um, do you reckon he'll go down the Hall of Fame? I honestly, I'd be shocked if he was not a Hall of Fame. I don't think this year has anything to do with it either. I think he should already be. Event like if, he, if his career, yeah, if his career ended. Last year, for instance, I thought he, I think he'd get there eventually. Yeah, it's the same with uh, Dwight Howard as well. Um, they both have the stats and the accolades and achievements to um, gain entry into the Hall of Fame. So even though they are dying down at the end of their career, they're both um, yeah providing vital assets uh, for any team that they play on. Exactly, and as we've as it's shown, they're a big part of the reason Lakers are one game away from clinching another championship. Exactly. Yeah. Another thing, just before, just before I let you go, a uh, couple of Netflix Netflix shows I reckon you should try out, old Tyso. Yeah, yeah, I'm all for it. You're all for it, just to fill in a bit of time. Try, try Scream, the TV series. Scream. Based Scream. off the movies, I heard. Based off all the movies. Uh, did you enjoy the movies? Back at, oh, yeah, I love, love a good, love a good thriller. Yeah, this is just. Extends it over a yeah series, I guess. There's a lot of murder, mystery, 
all this, all that. Bridges in a bit, a little bit of comedy, a little bit of horror, but mainly it's focused on the horror. There's a killer. Yeah, fantastic. What uh, what TV shows have you knocked off during this isolation period? Um, oh, the fourth season of Thirteen Reasons Why came out earlier, May maybe. So then, yeah, re- recently I've rewatched the whole thing. Yeah, well, well, yeah, just you just forget over the last they release a season per year. You just forget some of the early years episodes. You know, you rewatch them. Um, the Blacklist season season seven. That's my favorite show. Yep. Probably I watched all of that was in between April and uh, August, maybe. So I've knocked off twenty episodes there. Yeah, well, that's all. You must have a lot of time on your hands there, Timmy. Yeah, I was um, I was off work for about eight weeks towards the start, so. You know, after, time. after week two, you're like, yeah, actually, yeah, you need to do something, watch something. But uh, just then a bit of movies here and there. But yeah, they were the two TV series that I've been, yeah. Yeah, very good choices. But yeah, I actually recommend getting amongst Scream. Any chance you have, just watch a few episodes in a bunch to start with and see if you like it and go from there. Yeah, for sure. No, I'll definitely check that out tonight after this podcast. Absolutely. And I'll let, you know, I'll let you know next time I'm on um, what my verdict is. Yes. All right. The movie, re- oh, the TV show review from Tyso. Tyso's TV review on uh-huh. TV Get on it. That, that has a good ring. Good ring that, about that it. That actually did. Um, so what are you, you know, obviously, what are your plans for the, the AFL coming this weekend? A few beers? Uh, yeah, there's always beers involved, but... Um, it's my girlfriend's 25th birthday, so I'll be spending um, my time at over hers during the weekend and as well as also uh, Big Grego's 70th as well. So actually oh, yes. a very packed, packed weekend. Um, yeah, you get a, but yeah, you get a lot ahead of you. I presume there'll be beers involved with birthdays, footy. That you, you, have, you have a fair time to get in a few. And then, yeah, even, even when there's nothing on, beers are always involved. But um, yeah, looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And, yeah. Oh, I just hope St. Kilda can get a win for me and Geelong can get a win for you and keep moving on in, in October. Happy, happy happy times. Yeah, no, exactly. And um, But if not, I think, um, yeah, we're going to have some great teams, um, two great teams playing off the grand final, whoever whoever makes it. And it's pretty hard to pick this year. Yeah, exactly. And just before we go, obviously, I want to get, I want to say this, this is, People are saying that this year doesn't matter in footy. I believe it's the opposite. I reckon you have to be more mentally strong to win this year. Yeah, I think it's one of the toughest, one of the toughest seasons um, in the history of AFL. Um, and the team that's going to come up, come up on top, it's going to be a very special achievement. So, um, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. Um, everything that the players have had to um, give up uh, with obviously family life and um, the mental struggles of being stuck in a bubble and no fan exposure as well would definitely um, be extremely difficult. So um, this is one that whoever does win it um, will go down in a special place in history. Absolutely. Could not have said that any better myself. Whoever wins it will 100% deserve it. Absolutely. So Tyso, thank you for coming on. Guest number five, but... Two out of the five from you. Thank you so Two much. Out of five ain't bad. Always good to chat to you. Thanks, Tim. Can't, can't wait to do it again. Thanks for having me. Oh, 100%. You'll be on again. Thank you. All the best. <laughs> gotcha. See you, mate.